ready? It's the roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Oh my goodness, that was uh it's always so stressful. You know, there used to be another person that handled all of this stuff with me, and now he's not here. So I have to like hit buttons and we've done 70 something of these shows and I have no idea what I'm doing. Hey everybody, I'm Robert. Welcome to the round table. I'm so grateful to be here with you tonight. I had this crazy idea to talk about Las Vegas. And listen, I know things are crazy out there, and but I love Vegas and I love showbiz in Vegas. I was going to literally open the show with like a whole Elvis costume and wig and rhinestone. And I was ready to sing Viva Las Vegas. And then I don't, I don't, just didn't feel right in my soul. I don't know what to say. Uh, I had just come in. I just did a photo shoot with David Knowles and I would never have felt more camera ready. It's amazing when you have makeup and hair done. Who knew? Uh, I'm so excited about tonight's show. Um, we have some great guests. David Hernandez is back. He was on Quarantine Cabaret and Cocktails. You know him from American Idol. You know him from his, his singles. Uh, he puts out I want to know how he puts out so much amazing music in such a short period of time. It's amazing. Uh, so he's here um, with Jaden and they're the naked boys singing in there in Vegas. So they're going to tell you all about what is going on in Vegas. So then we have Deb Toscano. She's the co-star with me in my big gay Italian wedding. Me and Deb have literally toured all over Florida and Atlantic City. And every, I don't know where we've played all, all over the place. If there's a place in this country, Deb and I have been there and we put on a big gay wedding together. So we're going to talk to you all about that. And then Adrian is here. She is a travel agent who's going to tell you about what, where to stay and what to see when you're out there in Vegas. So after you see Naked Boy singing, of course, obviously. Uh, then you're going to close <laughs> something else. Last week was our first show where I was by myself and we went over, someone asked me that they didn't know anything about me um, because when I'm interviewing people, it's always about them. And I don't know who wants to know, what else is there to know about me? So we put together a list last week, right? So um, last week's five facts, not that anyone asked for these except that one lovely person who's in Ohio. Um, was I am from New Jersey. I do teach fifth grade. I am not related to Steve Bannon. I do love Kermit the Frog. And I have an obsession with Barry Manilow. That is that is true. When I was growing up, I, I wanted I wanted to be Barry, which I still want to be Barry, speaking of Vegas. Uh, my five facts for this week are, um, I love Patty too. Patty is my favorite singer of the, in the whole entire world. And um, one Song Glory is the reason why I stopped singing and I created an album called Unfinished Business because I botched the words to uh, One Song Glory and then I finally got to be Roger in Rent. So Rent is my favorite show by far. And I, BCR and QCC, I am the co-host of Quarantine Cabaret and Cocktails, which turned into the Broadway Cast Reunion series, which then released my album called Unfinished Business, which I just so happened to have a picture of because I just shamelessly self-promoting myself because that's what this... <laughs> That's what this world secretly is. It's just one giant big commercial, isn't it? So um, speaking of promotion, if you're watching and you're in the New York area, this is the first place that I'm announcing that in April, I'll be back in New York and I have a concert at Green Room 42. If you haven't seen my unfinished one man show, you know, feel free to go on my website. It's robertbannon.com. Uh, thank you to everyone. We had 6,000 people, over 6,000 views on YouTube and Facebook. I don't know who you are. I want to come and kiss each and every one of you. I truly do. I don't know why you're watching this messy little show, but from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. Thanks to the amazing Lauren Smith last week. Thank you to these one, Daisy, Tony winner Daisy Egan and Ella Rose Cherry and Brandon James Gwynn and Amy Jo Jackson for joining me last week. It meant uh, the world to me to have you here. And we have one more little piece before we bring out 
uh, our guests for tonight. So um, here's my week in review. Take your time. Well, this week, isn't that so scary? Just my face coming right at you. Like, so uh, this week was uh, the holidays. So I just want to wish everyone a very happy and merry, happy new year, happy holidays. Um, this was what my holiday looked like. I wish I was that artistic and interior decorator-ish. That's my brother's house. My house looks like no one lives here. It's piles of laundry and dishes. But Sean and Christina had a great, had a really great holiday for all of us. And then New Year's, you want to see my view for New Year's? And it's a sexy view. There was no naked boys in my New Year's, if I could tell you that much. This was my New Year's view. Ah! Oh, and me. Don't forget me. Don't forget me, Barry. Happy. That I was just in my mind. She was wishing me a happy New Year's too, but I'm sorry, Barry. It's okay. I, I'm I'm wait. I'm I'm anticipating being 78 and um, wearing glittery jackets like Barry. Uh, we have an amazing show for you today. Today it's a tribute to Vegas. And when I think of Las Vegas, you think of shows, right? Well, you think of show girls. Are there such a thing as show guys? Well, there's definitely a show that is uh, made a lot of uh, made waves on the Vegas Strip, and I'm so excited to welcome some of the stars of Naked Boys Singing. They're coming on right now, everybody. Naked Boys Singing. It's Vegas's only fully nude review. My goodness, I didn't know that. It is. Here is uh, the our stars that are with us today, David and Jaden. Hello. Hey, how are, hey. You? how are you? Good to see you. Welcome. Back, David. Nice to see you. You see both of us? Wait. Okay. Man, I see no, you both. We're like battling for screen time here. <laughs> That's the good actors that you both are. That get out of my light. Get off of my camera. All right. <laughs> How are you both doing? How are you guys doing after the holidays and all of the craziness that's going on in the world? Well, I just got back in town. <clears throat> in town. Sorry, I went back home to Arizona for a couple of things and I don't know how you've been doing. I'm doing great. Yeah. yeah. I had some time with family over the holidays and now I'm ready to go. Start the new year off fresh. We always have like a few days off and then we're like ready to get back into it because it's our purpose, you know? So we're always like, okay, yes. we need some days off. And then we have days off and we're like, we need the show again. Yeah. So we're that's where we're at right now. We're like yes. ready to get back into it tomorrow. Well, this is my big question. Okay. We all know you, David. And Jaden, yes, hey, fully new. yes, we are fully nude. That you're fully <laughs> nude. Yes. But this is what I heard from my my partner, from my boyfriend, who's seen the show in New York, because I've not seen the show. He it's not a stripper show. No. It is it is not, and I saw the press release, and and you guys make sure it's not. This is not a strip club show. There's the songs. There's a story. There, like each song is a monologue. Yeah, this is not Chippendales. This is all original music. It's been around for twenty plus years. It is a musical comedy. There is nothing sexy about it unless you find one of us sexy, which I find Jaden very sexy. <laughs> but it's very much a. It's a musical, and it's hilarious, and it pokes fun at a lot of you know, today's issues and past issues and stuff and just like being gay, but also just being a boy and having flaccid penises that, I mean, it's a hilarious it's to see fun. like a flaccid That's penis. What I, like, yeah. That's yeah. what I hear. I hear it's really, it's very funny and that there, that you're gonna, I mean, you'd have, it has to be, right? So it if you wanna buy tickets just while we're talking, nakedboyssingingvegas.com and you guys do meet and greets. I've seen the pictures online. You, yeah. you can meet the naked boys. When they asked you, did you audition? Was it uh, David when you were offered this part? What was was there any trepidation to taking it? Of course, there's all yeah. Well, I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, if you know, 10 years ago, I, I tell Tom this all the time, like 10 years ago, if I was offered the role, I don't think I would have been comfortable enough in my own skin to take it and like wanting to put myself out there. But I've come to such a great place where I'm confident with my body. And also I, I kind of don't care about what people think more so now than ever. So it's sort of one of those things. And also for me, like um, incorporating uh, artistry with nudity was a huge thing for me. Like if it was just for the, no pun intended, gratuitous nudity of it all, mm -hmm. I probably would have not jumped into it but there's a storyline and there's original music and there's actual like writers behind this show it's legit so yeah, That's yeah i i uh <clears throat> you know like past couple of years have been pretty rough and i i, was, I kind of just felt like dull and i wanted to do something exciting and i i'd heard of the show before um i'd never seen it but i knew it'd be something that would really just wake me up make me excited to perform again so i was as soon as i was offered this i definitely like thought about it for a while i was like <laughs> What's this gonna be like? We were all like that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh god. I mean, except for Matt, because he's recurring. Like, yes, he's been in the show he's before. But... Yeah, yeah. What's the rehearsal process like? Like, do you rehearse clothes? Do you rehearse? What is the first? I, I, I. Such a... What is it like the first day? You just show up and be like, okay, here's the opening number. <laughs> uh, uh, not well, first. not the first one. No, I think the first one we were fully clothed, and I yeah. think the second day he was like, all right, everybody get down yeah, right. to your birthday suit so we all you know because i think that was breaking the ice you know that was our version of breaking the ice was just like okay so we're naked like once you get to that point it's like well there's really nothing special other other than i don't know what's special about it we're yeah. just we're all just naked <laughs> yeah. i guess yeah and this is not a gay show it's not a straight show this is forever you get all sorts of an audience you could be a bachelor yes, party a bachelor but everybody can relate to it you know we, there's a, a few gay jokes and stuff but we get a lot of bachelorette parties we get a lot of girls that come in recurring like pe girls that come back every time and it's just it's a fun <laughs> show you know well you guys have great reviews people are coming to the show it's been extended till march 6th yeah so it's it'll be and who knows you know how much further and, and longer it is um you know david i had to say when i was thinking about you if you don't mind me bringing this up now that's such a lead now. It's like, Let me know what you're going to bring up first. What is he going to say? <laughs> no, is you know I was thinking back to your American Idol days, and you got a in 2021, 22 standards. You got like the raw, raw deal, and you know, like you and you were you were like shamed, in my opinion, and for a lot of reasons. And I just wanted to say, as an uh, a queer artist and as somebody in this business you really stepped through a lot of boundaries and went through a lot of hell for a lot of people. And I don't, and I, I think I wanted to say thank you while you're here because you are so much perseverance. You've put out so much music. You're a figure in this music business and you got like the shaft in a really unfair way back then and were treated really unfairly. And I just wanted to say thank you for doing all that you did because you really trailblazed a lot more than I think I, you may realize for a lot of people. Thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. It's so funny. I was having the same conversation a few years ago with Adam Lambert, and it's always it's always the person who is different at first that really doesn't get sort of the credit or appreciation until like years and years later when you look back and you're like, oh, wow, like that allowed me to do that because of that person. I'm not saying that I allowed anyone to do anything, but I just hope that in my journey, I've inspired some little kid in the Midwest to say like, oh, my God, I want to be a pop star and I can do that being gay and I can do that having you know, been a stripper or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, you know, later in years, but, um, but whatever it is, though, I just always want to, I don't know, I just want to make people feel like, I don't know, I just hate this whole idea of like shaming each other for things that we are jealous of or that couldn't be. Or I think that when you look at shame, really, it just comes from a, um, insecurity of, of in its projection, really. Absolutely. So, 
don't know. But thanks for saying that. Though. I appreciate. No, that. I, I I mean that for sh- for sure. And Jaden, where what are you? You're an actor. You're a singer. Where are you yeah. from, Jaden? Hot, like just all the time. <laughs> and he gets up here, like we live together. And he'd get up in the morning and he'll walk around with his shirt off. And I'm just like, how did you eat popcorn last Stop. night and you still look like that? Like, how did you eat chocolate cake and you still look like that? You know I, that that is my least Jaden. That's my least favorite kind of person. And now I'm there. <laughs> I still have the metabolism for now. Because you're a baby. You're probably a baby. You're probably 20 years old and you probably can eat it. I looked at a cauliflower pizza and gained five pounds. And I- he, he looks twenty. He looks twenty years old, but he's twenty six and with the mind of like a thirty six year old. So he actually has some maturity. Yes. You know, contrary yeah. to most twenty six year olds. But updating <laughs> your experience and all that. <laughs> yeah. What was what was the question? Where are you? Where are you from? When did you start performing? Yeah, I, I grew up in the Midwest. When you're talking about like inspiring those kids in the Midwest, yeah. like you know, I think like back like when I was growing up like early 2000s, like I didn't have a lot of those like role models to look up to. You know, you didn't see that a lot in media. So it's like definitely like trailblazing. Like yeah, it helps yeah. so much. Like I think kids growing up now have so many more things to, to look towards to kind of figure out who they are. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I, I grew up in the Midwest and um, went to school in the Midwest. And then I moved to New York City to pursue musical theater. Uh, and I had just started to like work in musical theater a little bit and then the pandemic happened and everything shut down. Uh, and so this is kind of my first step back into the industry post 2020, not necessarily post pandemic, but uh, yeah. Uh, and first time in Vegas too. Yeah. Your first time in Vegas is doing Naked Boy singing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was that's his introduction to Las Vegas was like, hi, here's where yeah. I am. <laughs> There have been a lot of naked boys in Las Vegas, but now like to get paid, that's amazing. And it's a job, it's a gig. And can you tell us the space? You're in like a museum, but it's yeah. a theater. Yeah, what it's, the, cool- it's, it's actually a really cool theater. Like if you come see the show, come a little bit early so you could take a walk around. It's called the Erotic Heritage Museum. Um, there's so many fascinating things. I actually haven't looked at everything, but- I haven't been through the whole museum, but you see a lot like in the in the lobby area. Yeah. Yeah, come check it out. It's it's a it's a really interesting space, and also puppetry of the penis is playing there. Which one of our cast member, our new cast member Robert, he's actually in our show too. So he has um, a double feature. He has puppetry of the penis, and then Naked Boys right afterward every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm exhausted for him. Oh no, it's so exciting though. Like your mouth will be so tired from watering. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna age myself, and I was gonna say something. I, puppetry of the penis when there was the HBO show at night you know like when the hbo after dark show real sex show and they did his expose on puppetry of the penis it was like what in the was that when everything was black and white robert i don't remember it was black and (laughs) 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 yes back when i had to crank my television to work yes jay how dare you (laughs) so um and deborah toscano is coming on and we did um, my big gay Italian wedding, and Barry Briscoe did my big gay Italian wedding with us for years, and he was one of the original people in Puppetry of the Penis. And I had this whole conversation with him about like, how the hell did you learn all those, what kind of job? And he was like, I needed a job. And we did this show all over the world. And he's like, it paid for me to lit, like what, it, and, and it's a really interesting works of art for sure. And that's amazing, who knew? Yeah, um, I, 
Robert was backstage the last last Sunday and I was like, so what's like, what's the didgeridoo? Because I noticed on the set list there was like all these names and I saw the didgeridoo and he literally pulled up the shaft and pulled his ball, like literally almost like Gumby. And I was like, this really is a talent. And he was like, and then he simulated like playing the didgeridoo. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. Like, I don't even know. I've never seen the show myself. I need to see the show. You've seen it. I, I, I saw it. it. I hear it's incredible. So I'm going to see it before. Before the contract's up, I'm going to see it for sure. But yeah. David, yeah. I asked you this question before. How do you put out, you put out music, like you, you're, you are a, a musical encyclopedia of singles. You are a hard, a hardworking man in show business. Um, I know that this is one of your latest singles is here. Yeah, I um, love you. Yeah. And I, the I love you. And, and do you have music? You, you always have music that you're working on. What's, what's coming yeah. out or what's just come out? For sure. I actually was on the phone with my producer today on the way back from Arizona. I'm dropping an EP uh, in March, probably right before our closing weekend. Um, we're working on two new tracks coming up in the next week and a half. I, I go back to Arizona where I'm in the studio. But well, I think to answer your question, the reason why I put out so much content is because I learned how to record myself. I have my own recording equipment nice. in my closet as we speak. Um, and I have a great videographer, Arno Diem and uh, Derek Caldera um, directing. So we just we literally love to just create all the time. We're kind of like creative junkies. Like that's kind of what we do instead of, I don't know, you name an addiction and that would be our addiction. Like we just love <laughs> no. like one up ourselves. I mean, I'm trying to take a page out of Todrick Hall's book. He's my friend and he literally drops something all the time. And so if I can just get a fraction of that, like I'll be super happy. Well, I, know, I, I was talking about him the other day with uh, someone and saying like, he's someone who asking you shall receive. Like if he puts it out, I need dancers. I need a choreographer. I need a video crew. And they yeah. put out bomb ass content and then he just puts it together. And that's what I'm saying. You're in that same vein. Like I, I put out an album and it took me like 16 months. it took forever but like you are you, the just have to go. you just had like you know how it goes like it's just that fear that you just have to fucking go like once you get past that threshold of fear there's nothing that can stop you and even if you put out something that someone doesn't like you just don't care at that point because right. you've already conquered that fear in yourself like Absolutely. i am harder on myself than anyone will ever be like even when he gives me notes during the show i'm like i know I know. I, he's like that part where you stick to the line. Like, I know I skipped that fucking line, Jade, and I know. Like, I already know all the notes that I'm going to be given, but I just am like, okay, well, just go ahead and lay it on me. <laughs> you know, but it's one of the, I'm, I'm a perfectionist, and, um, you know, that's, yeah. Well, I'm super excited. I'm plans. To, I do have Let actually plans to come out yeah. in February. I have plans to come out in February. If I come out in February, you will. I'm, I will be there. Front and center. Um, the ladies, I have two ladies on, and they were literally like, well, I want to talk to Naked Boys singing. And I was like, would you, would you mind saying hello to, to our other guests tonight, Deb and Adrian? Of course. Say hello to the ladies. The ladies want to show some naked love joy, too. Hey, ladies. If you were in Vegas, wouldn't you want to go see a bunch of naked boys singing? I'm, I'm, I'm walking out my door now. I'm going to the theater. I'm walking to Las Vegas as we speak. I'm dressed and ready. With your names on it, okay? Yes. So let us know when you want to come and we got you. How awesome. Awesome, the, awesome. It is well, come, with, come with Robert, actually. Robert, well, you guys can all sit together. Yes. We'll make sure that we, um, there's like a portion of the show where it's very interactive. We'll make sure you get the feather duster in your face. I love yeah. it. Done. come on. Now you have me so intrigued. Yay! David, Jaden, I don't take a shower with my clothes off. You guys are like my heroes. Like I am so, I work really hard at the gym. I will go to the gym for an hour. I'll go to take Pilates because I'm old. David, I have bad knees as we've established earlier. 
um, from all good things. I don't have bad knees for anyway. I um I I um and I, I, I still I'm like I'm so private. How do you get over the inhibition? Teach me. What do you do? You, I mean, Jaden, how do you do that? Take the fears, throw them out of your head, and just no judgment, no fear. I'm, I'm so focused like on the performance yeah. element that I I think that kind of makes me forget that I'm like just naked on stage in front of however many people are in the audience. Yeah. And um, I think there's always moments in ourselves where we feel like that angle is unflattering, right? Because none of us are perfect, right? But I think the show has helped me sort of just have to fight through that because uh, there's certain angles when I'm on the side, I'm like, I know this does not look fucking cute, <laughs> but I have to be there. And that's the blocking, that's the staging. And so guess what? Deal with it, kid. Like that's the way, that's the way your body looks. And so you either learn to love it or you begrudgingly live with it. And I refuse to do the latter. So I'm just gonna learn to love it. Well, I'm so moved, like I that's the, the big takeaway for me is the inhibition and the and the the lack of fear is something that it translates to everybody's life. So that's like a major theme that I think everyone watching has something in their life where they're like, I'm afraid to do something, so just screw it. Like just oh, do oh, it. Yeah. That's right, right. Yeah. Antonia naked from now on. That's it. I'm Come just, on. Yes. Right? Go ahead. Hey. Yes. Ask a question. Um, I want to ask, first of all, uh, David and Jaden, your smiles are just spectacular. I just want to tell you that oh you're, you're God. very adorable, but I want to ask each of you, what's your favorite part of the show? Number one. And since it's Vegas, if you can let everybody know, um, uh, maybe your favorite restaurant and not like the usual, you know, touristy stuff, something cool and, and chic. Ooh. Favorite restaurant. Well, well, let's start with favorite part of the show. You go. First. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I don't know if I could say a favorite part because uh, I, so I'm the swing. So I get the luxury of playing different tracks. So I like all the songs in each of their own ways. Some are a little bit harder than others. He calls it a luxury. <laughs> I call that hard work. Like, to, yeah. it keeps the show fresh. I'm like always, you know, on my toes. I'm always yeah. thinking what's next, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if you want to say your favorite part for the restaurant. I gotta, I gotta think about the restaurant. Okay. Um, <laughs> my favorite part of the show Probably my favorite part would be, oh my God, not, not one of my numbers. I like the group numbers, but I think, oh my God, I want to say the opening. The opening's so funny. It's called gratuitous nudity. And it's such an oxymoron when it comes to the theme of the show that it's just really, I just think it's hilarious. And, and that's the first time we show our dicks to the audience and everyone's like, oh my God, you're really nude. And so we're like, you know, people think that, oh, they're going to have like, you know, a jock strap on or something covering it. And like, no, we're fully nude. So that, and literally open the show with, hi, here's me. So I think that's my first, that, I think that would be my most favorite part of the show. And then there's the solos and the little nuances here and there. Absolutely. Well, there we, there we have a comment. Let's go swings. They are the unsung hero. I, I can't remember the lines to a song, any song that I sing. And meanwhile, you know, like eight tracks or six tracks of the show is, is amazing. Deb, I can't. Well, he'll get called in it sometimes at the last minute because we've been here for almost four months now. <laughs> well, four months actually. And uh, he's gotten called in a few times where he's like, okay, well, I guess I'm going on tonight for so-and-so. And I'm like, and I'll hear him in his room and he'll be like, and like going over the lyrics and stuff and i think that that's such i mean that's such great work ethic because i mean i would be panicking at that point you know i mean i'm sure i would do it i pulled through but i uh yeah i would be annoyed <laughs> to say the can least. i can i say something robert sure. um sure. guys i mean you're adorable you're both adorably cute and i would i can't wait to see the show um if the creators are doing naked girls singing i'm first online so <laughs> 
I have no problem taking my clothes off and I walk around all day naked. I'd even I'd go outside naked if I could. I'm afraid actually sometimes that I'm so comfortable that I will go outside and let throw out the garbage of being naked. And luckily I have not done that yet. But if they are planning a naked girl singing, please um, give them my name. All the producers, she, Deb's ready to be seen. She's ready. I'm ready. Ready for her big, her big debut. <laughs> my big, my big you, naked debut. I love this, Deb. Don't tell this my is, mother. Just don't tell I my mother. That's all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but your favorite yeah. restaurant? Yeah, you your say? favorite Vegas spot. It's it's more of a bar than a restaurant, but they do serve food. It's called the Golden Tiki. I have a tiki bar. It's it kind of it's like it's near the theater. It's like five ten minutes away, like maybe, yeah. maybe a mile. Yeah. Uh, great drinks, great atmosphere. I love tiki bars. It's my favorite spot in Vegas. Oh, me too. I love that. Okay, so fun. Awesome. I unfortunately, because you told me not to name any like the cliche spaces, I haven't been. I got I got a nutritionist when I moved here because I wanted to really be diligent and proud of myself for trying to get my body the best it could be. Um, and I've fallen off a couple times, but I haven't really eaten a whole lot of places. I, I went to catch with, uh, I'm sorry, I went to catch. I've been to Nobu with Chris, but like those are places that everyone can go to. I, yeah. I haven't really experienced any like really dope mom and pop shops, but I have experienced a really great massage place, this Thai massage place. It was like $35 for an hour massage and it was amazing. Ooh. Yeah. I like catch. Catch is fun. I mean, you're an LA guy and catch is, at, but I, I, I that sounds like, that's their they're fun. And I would $35 hour massage. Come on, Vegas. Mm -hmm. We have a question for you, David. Good, but it was, you know, still. No. Still. It's so I had still. to wear a bulletproof vest while I was getting massaged. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Back to um, uh, we have a question from a watcher, a listener, uh, whatever, who has a, another American Idol question for you. Do you do you mention it on your resume or when you walk into a room for something, or are you over it? You know what's so funny is. I have had so many people tell me you shouldn't say that anymore. Like you're over that, like blah, blah, blah. I always mention it because it gave me my start in the industry and still continues to give me work to this day. I wouldn't have booked this job if it wasn't for that. And I have, I mean, I literally like people still are like, Oh my God, I watched you when I was 13. I'm like, well, fuck you're aging me. But also <laughs> like, that's amazing that you remember me 13 years ago. Like, I don't know. I think it's a blessing. And I, when I saw, even when I talked to like Diana DeGarmo, who's a good friend of mine, she came to see our show a month ago. Um, she, she does the same thing. Like, and Carrie Underwood, the same, like we always thank American Idol because they gave us that. I mean, it was a major platform and a TV show that goes down in history for the rest of history. So Absolutely. yeah, it's a huge fan you should of be it. proud. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. 100%. I mean, I still look at those videos sometimes. I'm like, God, you were a baby, but I'm, you know, well, I'm going cool. to drag you. I'm going to drag you back here then because I have a show booked oh, soon. That's an American Idol show. And we're going to have Orland here and we're going to have Diana and Ace. And I'm going to have to make you come. That's that's going to, then I'm just going to, we're just going to. Wait, bring up. me on that one. Cause you know, me, me, and me and Diana talk so much shit. I love her so much. We that's all what her, when she was here and we were drinking martinis and having a dandy old time. And that's what um, I'm saying. I'm going to have to drag you back into this mess of a show and make you come on and, and give the tea. Let me know when. I think they're gone now from Vegas, but obviously we'll be on, you know, I can't wait. And I'm planning to come. We're, we're, we're all about it. Their naked boys uh, singing is um, playing now. It is playing until into March. March guys is our last show. As far as we know. I, so and who knows? And then who knows where it can go and what's next? Right. And we'll be following you. We'll be following you, David. We'll be ready for music. And Jaden, we're ready for you to take over. I don't TV, film, fitness, 
theater, Broadway, the world is your yeah. oyster, sir. Well, Jaden goes to another show after after whenever this contract's over, too. And um, you should follow him on social media. We are on Instagram. Uh, what is it? Jaden.lux. Yeah. Jaden.lux. Yep. Jaden yeah. Lux. He's just getting started. So y'all should just get started. What is, what's <laughs> your next show? Uh, I'm going to be doing a uh, season in rep. Uh, it's in Nebraska. <clears throat> so we're doing a bunch of different shows. Start in May. And I think we go until August. Jaden, so I don't know really how people do the summer month of shows and change and month and new lines and oh my god it's gonna be a blast i'm so yeah. excited he's, you know he still has that stamina where he's like <laughs> yes i can't wait until you switch it up on me and confuse me it's so exciting and i'm like <laughs> you know what i mean um but no yeah he, it, it's gonna be great I, I remember when i was doing like so many different shows with like ballroom with a twist mm -hmm. and cinderella christmas and yes. stuff it was like literally like we were in the i think we were in the we were on the east coast actually it was me and diana actually me and diana and chakizi and, and kimberly lock we were touring for three months and it was the coldest time and we were going from like new jersey connecticut nebraska but like we were just bouncing all around in a little tour bus and we we're freezing i that's yeah. it's to be young to be young, uh, you can ask Adrian. I spent one summer doing the Music Man in Connecticut and almost killed me. It's a, it's a summers is a grind. Summer theater. Oh, that was rough. But Robert, <laughs> I remember, but I remember that show by the way on HBO, and it was it maybe it wasn't black and white. You know that show with the puppetry of the penis. I remember yes. that. It's not that old. It's not maybe. That. <laughs> Did you see it when Betty Boop was in it? Yeah. I love Betty Boop. Really? She was in, I didn't see that then. I love Betty Boop. Jaden, if you can uh, go to Naked Boys Singing Las Vegas, Naked Boys Singing Vegas.com, get your tickets, get your meet and greet tickets, come see them in person, and uh, we will be in touch. We'll be following and supporting you guys so much. Thank awesome. you guys so much for being Thanks. here. Bye, nice to meet you, Deborah. Nice to meet you guys. Best of luck. Great legs. Yes, Great legs. Guys. Thank you. That was they're fun. Oh my they're god, they're adorable. Fun. Oh my god. Even with clothes on, they're cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I Adrian's coming back later? Hey, do you have a question for Deb before we me and do you have something you have you ever seen Deb on stage? Yes, I, I've seen Deb uh, a few times in my uh, big gay Italian wedding, which was one of my favorites. Not but I have to ask you, Deb, what is your, what is like your ritual when you're getting ready to start a new role? Oh, wow. Um, well, I, I read the script from top to bottom. And then I go back and I forget everything that I've read. <laughs> and I, just, I literally, I highlight everything in my script and then I go back and then I read it and I, I devise what I think the character should be before I get any kind of direction of what it would. And, and, and hope, I always hope that I'm like pretty spot on. Um, but I, I just, I picture myself on stage doing the role even be, or even like in front of a camera or whatever the role may be. Uh, I always picture myself performing it before anything actually even happens. That's amazing. I never knew yeah. that. Yeah, I picture, I picture myself in it before anything, like, again, before any blocking, any costume, any, I just devise in my own head what I think it's going to be. And mm -hmm. I mold that person or my, myself and that character into one. And then usually, and hopefully, uh, it comes, all, all comes together. There's always been, there's been some times where it's been maybe a little bit opposite of what I've thought. Mm -hmm. Not so far off. 
So um, yeah, that's pretty much one of my one of my my things. Oh, Memorization okay. is like ridiculous to me. I, I just I'm not one of those that like has to do the cue cards and the I can't do that. I have to read the script from top to bottom, and I'm very big on like the last the last word or two of my cue line from someone else. That's where I'm. That's where I'm at. Yeah. The behind the scenes scoop of my big Italian wedding is there. The rehearsals are very, really, really short. Fast. And, and sometimes you, you, get up, you go up on lines, people go up on lines a lot. It's really hard. And you have to know that. I don't care what you say in the middle, but you better give me that last word. So I know what I'm yeah. supposed to say. And it doesn't even have to be the last, it doesn't have to be verbatim. It just has to be the oh. last the two words for me is what I need. That's all I need in order to get myself into. And I come from a pretty big uh, improv background. So I, I always say to my fellow actor, whoever I'm working with, like I may improv around that section that I'm talking about or whatever, but I'll always give you your cue. Yep. I'll always give you your cue because I think as an actor, it's selfish to not give yep. the cue. Um, and obviously some things happen and people go up on lines. I go up on lines all the time and, and all that stuff. But as long as you, <laughs> so cute. as long as, as I can give someone there and long as they, as they give me the cue, then I'm good to go. And it can only just be like a word or two. That's really right. all it is. That's what I... Well, I want to have... A is coming back in a few minutes. I'm going to show a clip and we'll be back with Deb and then A will be back later. But I want to show while we're here, here is the, a different side to Deb Toscano. <laughs> oh. Took that work of art that you made me in the first grade. Uh-huh. And I turned it into this really cool wall hanging. Oh, Mom, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Hey, no, honey, don't touch that. Don't touch because you can actually buy one on my online store. You're selling my art on an online store? Yes, I am. Do I get a cut? No. Hey, honey. Grandpa. Dad! I embroidered that. Did you see mom's new laser machine? Sure did. Anyway, um, honey, I need the space. So if you wouldn't mind taking the rest of your things. Oh, okay. Um, oh, this isn't mine. I made it for the next baby. Yeah, thanks, mom. Okay. Yep. There it is. I literally said to Deb before we came on, I've gotten to work with you. And when you think of my... Anthony Wilkinson, hi Anthony. And when he wrote the show, um, and when I had the privilege, if you don't mind me taking a minute of your time to tell please, this backstory, please, please. I, I auditioned to be in my big gay Italian wedding. I drove to Philly from North You're Jersey. Fabulous in, by the way, fabulous. I, I, I was Mario as the who's the best man in the wedding, and then he yeah. mysteriously disappears. Private show. <laughs> <laughs> He's not at the funeral. He's not in the midlife crisis. He's not at Christmas. Mario's cut off. God. But he's the best man in the wedding. And I came into this uh, for a lot of, for, for many of you, when I first did the show in Atlantic City. And the reason why I auditioned for it was because coming from New Jersey and coming like from the tri-state area like you, there's something about playing Atlantic City. Like my parents, like to be able to say to them, like, I love Atlantic City. Like I'm, your son is playing Atlantic City. It's the same as Vegas. And I never knew that most of the that first cast that I was in had done the show off Broadway and had done it for a long time. So you walk into a, a very well-oiled machine and there are beats and there are moments and they're very funny and they're well-written. But I was like a new baby and right. Deb and Kim and everyone, at the, like they take you in, like they took me in, like, like, and I felt a part of that because like we said, 
you you want to talk about acting and being thrown out there. There's not a big rehearsal period and mm -hmm. you're there. No, there, there's not. And, and you're lucky if you get two rehearsals uh, and that's a lot. And Anthony, the writer, you know, and you and you know this, Robert. I mean, he's he's like very put off if we have more than two rehearsals. He's like, ah, oh, we're rehearsing like for forever. And meanwhile, we're like, you know, any anybody who's a trained actor, like, you know, you're talking about like two weeks of rehearsal for a show, and you know this, and then this is just kind of like that's why when the guys were talking about um, the Naked Boys were talking about uh, swings. Like our, some of our swings when we did uh, off Broadway, they were like, uh, I got the script an hour ago and I'm going up like, eh. so, and that happened like week after week after week. And then not only did they have to adjust and like put, get, go into their toolbox and do everything that they could to like be a, a, a decent character in the role. We had to go into our toolbox and be like, okay, I don't know what this person is going to throw at us. Like when we get on uh, on stage, so it's you know live theater, anything can happen. So it's it's, it's talk about training and talk about. about well, that in acting school. That's you know, yeah, that's not something like you know. Well, you are not the. I can't imagine a wedding, a, a big gay anything without you. Um, but you were not the first Tony Ann. No, no, I was not. And I was not. There was another woman, I believe, and it was Carla. Okay. Yes. And Carla was, and I had seen Carla in the show. And I had seen the show when another friend of mine, my friend Joe Scanio, who I used to do dinner theater with, he left the dinner theater to do Anthony's show. And um <laughs> I next thing, yes, <laughs> I'm writing it. I'll text Anthony right after this. That's, that's uh, but I saw the show with Joe and I went to see it and I, and I said to myself, why am I not playing this role? Why have I not seen the auditions for this role? I, I like, I, I, I feel like that I could be Tony Ann, but apparently this, there was never any casting calls for this because this woman was with him for quite some time. And, you know, it was one of those roles that it's such a great role that you don't really want to give it up. And, so I didn't, I auditioned for him like four or five times. I have to tell you the truth. And I even had friends that were friends with him. And I, I spent uh, one New Year's Eve uh, at a party with him. And it was kind of like, every time I went into the audition, he's like, uh, you are who? Like he never remembered me. And I was like, I I'm going to kill this guy. If I ever have the chance, like, like, I can't believe he doesn't remember who I am. Like I've auditioned for him like four or five times. Finally, I saw the audition for my big A funeral, my big A Italian funeral. And I thought it was a typo. And I went and there was like, no joke, there was about a thousand girls who came to read for all of the female roles. And Tony Ann was one of the roles. And I was like, uh, this is a shot in the dark, like majorly. And I ended up getting it. He put me through hell in the callback, but I got the role. And I never forget, he called me and I was in my living room and I literally screamed in the phone because I was so excited because I knew that the show was off Broadway. I knew that there was, you know, this was like the second show. And I thought, oh my God, only so much more can be coming of it. And uh, and then I inherited the wedding show because they had closed down for whatever. I think uh, they closed down to regroup and to open funeral. And they were going to reopen the wedding uh, to open funeral and to reopen wedding, I should say. And so he's like, uh, so and you're inheriting uh, wedding. So funny story is that rehearsal wise was two weeks rehearsal for the brand new show, the funeral show. But then I had literally an hour rehearsal with our stage manager, Robert Levenstein backstage the night that they reopened wedding. 
So I saw the show four or five times. I knew the blocking of the character. I learned the hell out of the script. And then I went on with an hour of rehearsal. And it was kind of like, so I feel their pain. So I know the pain is of being like a the new guy or the swing without any rehearsal. You just kind of go on. Even though I wasn't a swing, I was taking on the role. But I felt like it because I had no rehearsal. In, well, here, you're, it's an, I, I don't know how to, if you've never seen it, when the show has uh, d has been done all over, there's a, a casino, a performing arts center, or something. You know, there's a big gay something. You guys were just in Atlantic City. There, were, I don't know, like eight thousand, nine thousand seats. I mean, a monster. Yeah. You monster guys, show. it's a monster show. And now I see it's done. I've seen postings for it done at community theaters and dinner theaters, and people are are doing it all over the place. You have to come see. You have to see Deb do it because as an my mom is Rose Antonia De Meglio and my grandmother is Vincenza De Meglio and growing up as the Italian side of my family, like when you come out talking, to, my brother's getting married in April. When you come out talking about, you better put the aboost in the like that's that's Deb Toscano that's brings. Job. That's Toscano. that's that's family. That's what we talk about. I right. mean, of course, you know, yeah, it's every crazy Italian family. You know, uh, and it's so funny because, you know, people say, well, it's my big gay Italian. And it's it's a story about family. And and that's yes. the through line through all four shows. It's really Absolutely. about a crazy Italian family mm -hmm. that no matter what, they always come together. Yep. And that's what we how we are. The Italians are. I mean, and you could be stabbing your your sister in the head. Right. But, but you, you want, want Brajol? You want Brajol? What do you want? You want right. That, right. And I have here's some pictures of of of, of Deb as Tony. And just so you get the, why I said before, if you're not familiar, why this was a different side to her with the sewing machine because right. this is the this is the Tony Ann that <laughs> this is the Deb that I know is is this that's that. I, and then there, she's an actress. She, there's many sides to Deborah Toscano. Um, and I know you come from, uh, uh, while we're here, here's just uh, some pictures of why, we'll, what, like well, here we are in Florida. This is an yes. old- Yes, oh, look at everybody. We, we had a lot of, we had a lot of, we've had a lot of fun doing the show. Fun. We, we traveled a lot, yeah. Anytime it's playing somewhere. And I know while we're here, we might as well just give it a, while we're talking about it, before we move on to everything else you do, you're you're coming to Philly, right? Yes, yes. Philly Live is a brand new casino, uh, March 26th. It's a one night only show and they are already selling tickets, uh, which is amazing to me. And uh, yeah, I mean, hey, Philly, here we go. Philly, go to Philly, go to, go Philly. to Philly. There's Anthony, there's Brandon. Go see the show, March 26th. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. It's a very, very, you know, the big goal is Vegas. You know, that's that's one of the big goals. Yes. But, uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk to the big boys. You know. <laughs> you know, right? After they, I mean, isn't that a two show that should be there? It should be. You see the totally. big boys singing, then you go to the big gay Italian wedding. Yeah, totally. And it's funny because I played Vegas. Oh my God, years ago, I did a show called Girls' Night the Musical, and we uh, we did a, a four week uh, stint in in Las Vegas at MGM Grand, which was awesome was great. So I'm like, I go back to Vegas in a minute. Now, in a when, minute. I, when they were talking about restaurants, when Adrian asked about restaurants, when my grandparents were old school Vegas, like when you go to my grandmother's house, there's still the framed, like the Dunes Hotel, where, they bought, where it had like the names of the their names written on it, like in that way. And then yeah. my grandmother said to me, when I went to Vegas, when I turned 21, she said, you have to go to Batista's Hole in the Wall. And I was like, what is Batista's Hole in the Wall? And she's like, it's a little Italian restaurant. And I was like, I'm going to go there. So when I went there, I walked in, oh, like carafes of wine and yeah. the grapevines. And, and it was like walking into a time machine. And Vegas is not that 
Vegas anymore. It's a metropolis of a city. Right. It's, it's amazing. I mean, I've I've been on working there, but then for vacation, mm -hmm. I've stayed at okay, so I've stayed at the MGM Grand, I've stayed at the Aria. Um, I've gone on my honeymoon, which we won't even talk about that <laughs> like a hundred thousand years ago. Um, and I'm divorced now. <laughs> so if any, any of the naked boys want to take me out on a, on a naked date, I'm available. Um I, I think, uh, was it Treasure Island? I think we stayed. It was yep. like, oh my God. With and the then uh, I stayed at the um, uh, the, uh, the Venetian. Wow. Well, that was a fancy one. Yeah, that was like, that was for my um, birthday. And okay. 21st birthday. <laughs> 21st yes. birthday. Um, Venetian was like, wow. Like, gorge, beautiful. Uh, talk about like Italian. You know, it's like they had the gondola out front and it's just, it's, it's a, Vegas is, if you've never been, you have to go because Vegas is just, you know, and the shows are just incredible. I mean, it's, it's, it's Broadway in, in Vegas. That's what it really yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I like about Vegas, a show a night. Um, yeah. Speaking of Vegas and shows and singing, you have one of the most beautiful, you have the most beautiful voice. Oh, um, and you. if you've ever seen, if you see, can see Deb sing somewhere besides all of her acting experience, you know, she, she does shows, she performs if there's all over the place. And what I have to give you a lot of credit for, and truly, um, the, out, when we were doing my big Italian wedding, you taught me so much about singing at Curtains, which is a, a restaurant that's attached to the Avenue Performing Arts Center. And we did a run there. And Deb was the one who really helped me say like, this is how you set yourself up. This is how you get people to come up if they ask for a request. Deb was the one who was like, don't be afraid to have a tip jar. It's have okay to ask. Jar. Have a tip jar. Deb, you, and I know that your family, your dad is a performer and yeah. you come from performer family. Did you grow up with this desire to always be in entertainment? Always, always. I was, um, I started when I was really, really little, uh, dancing school, like I was four. And then we moved and my mother took, we went to dancing school when we moved. Uh, we were on Long Island and uh, it was like, I was like five and dancing school thing just didn't work out anymore. And then my father uh, taught me, uh, my father's a musician, an accordion player and a piano player. And he was my first music teacher, taught me how to play the accordion. I was five. And I never forget the day I, it was a little red accordion he put on me and he said, do you want to learn how to play? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I played accordion until I was about 10. And then I felt like I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to play piano. So he bought us a piano, me and my sister both, because my sister played also. And I played piano for a while. And then I was like, mm, I think I want to sing because I could. I could sing. And I knew that I could sing. And I knew that, and I say this with, with a ton of humility and, and very humbly, I knew that I could sing because I knew that I was I was a good singer as a little, as a little kid because I could keep good time and I had great pitch. And, you know, I just, I loved it. And I was really, you know, uh, I, I could really feel the music. And I just knew that this was what I wanted to do. And I grew up and I, it didn't matter what I did. I always reverted back to music. And that was just, just it's my heart and soul. It's my you know, it's my love. And, and, uh, I got into theater into high school in high school and, um, but music has always been my, my go-to and my passion, my love, my job, if you will, mm -hmm. you know, it's what I do. It's what I do. Yeah. And I'm lucky to do it full time. So it's not good. You are, a, you yeah. hustle and work your tail off. You are, you are somebody who, and I love that because you, you I, have watched you work for, I don't know, five or six years since I first was in the show. And you are someone who you will hire yourself. You will create a product and put it out there. And, th and that drive is what inspires me is that you're one of the hardest working ladies in showbiz for sure. If, if And if we want to hear you, before, uh -huh. if we can't 
come see you live in person because we're living somewhere else. Mm -hmm. iTunes, can't we? Yes, you can. (laughs) You're so amazing. I love (laughs) you. (laughs) <laughs> and there's a little news flash. Uh, I just completed a video for the title track, My Angel. Get out of here. Yeah. So um, I had, uh, I'm going to give them a, a plug, uh, Gotham City uh, Productions, uh, Gotham City Trinity Productions. Gotham Trinity Productions? I'm sorry, Todd, if I'm doing it wrong. Todd Bavona, he's great. He's phenomenal. He shot my video and uh, it's it's beautiful. And we're in the, just the final stages of it. So as soon as it's done, I'm going to be blasting it out on Facebook, YouTube and everything. So the original we'll show it here. When you um, put it out, you have to come back. We're going to, we'll play it here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, really, it's really something. I'm really very proud of it. Uh, it's a song that I wrote about my grandmother, my nonny, um, and uh, how I feel that she's my angel, my guardian angel. So it's very near and dear to my heart and uh, it's a very special video. So uh, will you tell yeah. us about the album? What, what can we, is this original songs? Are they covers? All original what? songs. Yeah. It's all original songs from, I have to tell you like from like present day back to when I was probably like in my early twenties. And it was, it's like a, just a compilation of all the things that I've written with my sister. We, you know, had them, a lot of songs I wrote on my own and a lot I, I was writing with my sister at the time and they're all produced and, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a really great, uh, it's a la- it was a labor of love and it was a, a passion project and I was getting tired of not being signed by a record label and I said I'm just going to put it out myself and I put it out on iTunes. That's I don't know who buys it. I don't care who buys it. It's up saying. and down. Hire yourself. That's uh, that's what I'm saying. Right. Hire yourself. Right. You have to so, do it your, do yourself. Absolutely. And and there when uh, go out get it on iTunes. You can download it now. It's all original music and she sounds so gorgeous and it's beautiful. I've downloaded it this morning. Oh, you did. Yeah. I sure did. Oh, I would have given you a copy. Why did you tell no, me? No, please, no. I wanted to. I have to su- show love and support. My um, cousin, my cousin Michelle, is watching from uh, upstairs. <laughs> she lives above me, and I, she just texted me and she said, "I love Deborah's curly hair. Can she oh. give us what is your hair secret to get the what's your product? What's the secret? Because okay, she's- I will tell you what the secret. Should I tell the secret or should I be mysterious? I don't know. Do, do you maybe? No, I I get the We Dodd haircut, and We Dodd is not with a W; it's with a Q. It's called We Dodd. It's a it's a it's a certain cut that they cut for curly hair. I don't know if it works for everybody. It works for me. It's a special technique that they do use to cut into your hair, and I use the We Dodd products. I do. So I'm hoping that maybe I, from this, maybe I can get like a a We Dodd sponsorship. I don't know. I, I totally, I am hooked line. I have tried everything on this planet. I have done, I've tried cheap shampoos. I have tried expensive shampoos and Redot is not cheap by any means. It's not the, I wouldn't say it's, it's ultra expensive where it's out of the budget. It's costly, but it makes my hair. And even like now, like it's it, normally the, in the winter time, my curls would be like, womp, womp, womp. they would. And because of that cut and the product, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a wee dot girl. So we dot. Hey, I, I love that so much. Yeah, so, I, I also well, don't wash my hair every day. That's another secret. I'll tell you that if you have curly hair, you should not. I condition it every day, and I rinse it out every single day, and I style it every day. But I don't wash with shampoo every day because it dries it out. So I love it. It's gorgeous. Well, you're gorgeous inside Thanks. and out. I love you. Uh, Deborah Toscano's album My Angel is on iTunes. You can download it right now. Deborah Toscano.com. Deb Toscano, Deborah Toscano.com. Mm. And if 
Deb, if you're in the, the tri-state area, you definitely have to come see Deb sing live. If you're in the tri-state area or in Philly, you have to come see my big gay Italian wedding, which is on March 26th. And wow. there'll be a wedding and a funeral and a midlife crisis and a Christmas somewhere around the country, uh, all seasons. So follow Deb on social media. Your IG name is Deb La. Debbie Lala. Yeah, Instagram is Debbie Lala 105. My Twitter is just Debbie Lala. And Facebook, it's Deborah Toscano. And follow her and then come see the shows and come see all the exciting things. And Deb, I this is our year. Me and Deb yes, work with the same, yes, there are same people behind that are helping. We, we, we have, right. We're family in this way and we're going to have a good year this year. I'm putting it out there. Yes, we are. Absolutely. 2022, baby. 2022. 2022. You know, I love you and you're going to be back all the time now because you're coming. I can't wait. Thank you for having me. You're the my best. Pleasure. Make sure you get iTunes. Get my angel now. And then to Deb Toscano, everybody. I love you. I'll love talk you. to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Um, we're going to bring uh, that. Isn't she the sweetest? She's so sweet. I love her. You have to listen to music. She's, I, I, she reminds me so much. Like I want her to come to my Italian family Christmas because she would fit right in. And that's what I felt the second I walked in there. You want to see something ridiculous that now that um, she's not here, my big moment in my big gay time wedding that I was so proud of all the time was this. I mean, come on. They paid me to Vogue in a corset. Can you beat that ever? Um, when we were talking about, and I, and I thank you to Anthony and the team over there, and especially to Deb. Um, we're going to have the, I, I'm planning something, Deb, with people from my big gay time wedding in my mind, and we're going to have you back and have us all do a reunion of some sort. Um, uh, my, Adrian is here, and Adrian is family to me, and she's going to be popping in uh, throughout these seasons of these shows. She's a, she's a pop culture nista for sure, um, and she is somebody who is really into, uh, like, a... Um, Travel, but she also loves. Um, it's when your ex-wife tells you you look flawless, then you're having a good day. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> you know a lot of people's ex-wives wouldn't compliment them. So hey, Sam's. Um, I uh, they um today's uh that so distracted me, and I'm usually not speechless. Um, today's hello, every, well, all the loves are watching me today, from families to the loves and all of the past, presents, and. There's no futures. I'm good. But uh, I'm there. Anyway, flustered. Uh, Adrian is here. Adrian is a travel agent. Besides knowing everything about pop culture and every person on every TV show and movie, and you can name a celebrity and she'll tell you 15 movies that they've been in. She also happens to be a travel agent. So I asked her to do me a favor and come up with a list of hotels and shows that you would be interested in seeing if you come to Vegas then what should we be doing? Because Vegas is an always changing environment. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's, I call her A, here's Adrian Garzillo. Hello, A. Hi. It's so weird to call you Adrian Garzillo, though. I know, no. it is a little weird. She's a newly married lady. Yes. And congratulations. Thank you, Robert. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. I'm, I'm very excited yes. to be here. Of course. You had a really fun Star Wars-themed wedding. Yes. Yes, I did. It was and fabulous. There was an R2-D2 that we danced with on the dance floor. Yes. And at, you could ask, hey, I don't know anything about Star Wars. Nothing. Nothing. I don't know one thing about it. 
It's okay. We'll get you there. We'll get when you there. When we were having a Vegas show, I thought of you because A booked me to my first trip to Vegas when I turned 21 years old. And if there's someone out there who knows about travel, it's A, it's Adrian. So I was like, A, you need to, because, you know, Vegas changes a lot, A. Oh, it, it changes constantly. And I mean, even before, you know, the past couple of years, things going on. But before we start that, can I just say, I love Deb Toscano. She is so fantastic. And her hair, I wanted to say something because her hair was just so beautiful. And David and Jaden, I just had to say they were wonderful. I just wanted to throw that out there. And yeah. Naked Boy Singing, you should totally go see it if you're in Vegas. Of course. It's like the yeah. most Vegasy show. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. It's a Vegas show. And this is our friend. This is my friend from Instagram, uh, Lots of Lattes. She was going to try to make it. So, hey, Lots of Lattes. Thanks Hi. for being here. Um, a. Yes. When I think of Vegas, because I'm of a certain age, I think of like the staple hotels. But there are new hotels that we, as we talked about, popping up. Where, where am I supposed to stay? Where's, where's the spots? So you know, it's funny. There, there's. So I'm, a, I'm a little older than you. Uh, and yes, the, the staples from back in the day, you know, the MGM Grand and and the Excalibur and the Luxor, you know, because it was the pyramid and the elevator went up like this. Not that they're not great places to stay, but, you know, we want to do something new and fresh. Um, so the one, the new and fresh resort uh, that's out there um, is uh, Resorts World, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, uh, it's really fabulous. And... Yes, look at that. Oh, I love that. It's so, so, oh, it's just really, really nice. And I think what I like about the hotel is that it offers three different types of room category. Well, more than three, but they have something for everyone. There's a price point for everybody to stay there. And they have an amazing spa because I'm a big spa person. Oh, yes. Amazing spa. And besides that, because we were going to talk about shows, um, Katy Perry is yes, Katy Perry play. Uh, I've seen some video and photos. This is going to be some show to see. Yeah, she's so like a miniature person, and the state, all the sets are like big giant scenery. It was huge scenery, and I mean, even with her concerts and stuff, she always is bigger than life. She's such a great performer, and I think Vegas is a great place for her to to really, really put on a fantastic production. And I, I'm excited. I, I think it's going to be really great. And just a little side note. Um, Someone else, I believe, is going to be performing there starting in March. Mr. April. Is it April? Oh, that's right. April. Mr. Michael. Look at that photo. Oh, that suit. International Superstar. International Superstar Michael Bublé will be there. You know, Lauren Smith was on with us two weeks ago. Yes. And that whole, they, they put on a beautiful, amazing show. So Bublé in Vegas sounds like a good match. Like if I think of Vegas, I think... You know, you're going to ring a ding ding uh, like he's the current day kind of. Symmetrical. Oh, he would just be I mean, just like with his Christmas special, you know, mm -hmm. I see you, Lauren, looking so handsome in that suit. Uh, but it was it was so great. And I think what a great place, you know, Vegas for Michael Buble. I think he'll do a really, really fantastic job. And again, get those tickets because they're going to go by really, really fast. Now, another you... hotel is an oldie but a goodie. OK, uh, is the Bellagio. Well, I mean, the Bellagio. I mean, you know, the look at that. The fountains, the artwork as soon as you walk in, you know, the casino, the gardens. I mean, it's just spectacular. You've got the most amazing restaurants there. And, you know, they kind of filmed a little movie there with uh, George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Oh, that's uh, yes. Ocean's 11, 12, 13, 20, 26, right. 92. Yeah. <laughs> there, th that's right. 
It's yeah. still, I don't care. You can build these big monstrosity hotels. The Bellagio is, cla it's classic. It's gorgeous. It is so classic. It's so beautiful. The rooms are just stunning. And that's the other thing that people don't realize. Like, yeah, the hotel's been there a while. They redo these rooms like every two to three years because they have to keep it popping, you know, and, and whatnot. But just the fountain show alone is you know it's just stunning to see and it's free you just stand there and you can watch yes. it then you could you what you could do is you could stay at circus circus for 69.99 yes and go see all of the hotels for free <laughs> exactly exactly that's exactly what you can do you know if you want to splurge a little bit you know uh, yeah you, you could stay there um another resort uh and it's funny because deb had mentioned it speaking of italian it's and i i married a lovely italian man my my john uh is the venetian and the palazzo it, it, i mean wow look at that you know i mean who can ride a gondola like you know you don't have to fly all the way to italy you can just go to vegas with the replica of the look there to me it's like it's the vatican it's it's saint marco's in 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 venice it's it's like it is italy in a it's tied look at the inside of the I mean, my look goodness at that. that is spectacular where it looks looks like we're there eh think i know and i fit mm -hmm. in with my dress you know yeah you're, you're done you're ready for the party just think yep. of how many instagram photos that you know i mean you know it's the thing just think or tiktok videos you can do when you stay there at the Venetian, when you stay at the Palazzo, they give you a map because there's so many different pools. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. But it makes it's, me want to go. I was like, ooh. Your husband's commenting. He, he says I, that. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> circus was in the Bond film. So, I mean, yes, exactly. And and Sam, the Jim Grand is still great, but- I know you're, you, you like your, your, uh, she likes um, consistency. Yes. Well, listen, the MGM Grand with the first time I went to Vegas years ago, I was not yet little quick story. I was not yet um, 21. I think it was 18 or 19. And we went as a family and it was so much fun. And we stayed at the MGM Grand before with the big lion that was like, oh, and you walk yes. through the mouth. Yeah. So, which was great. It was wonderful. It was fabulous. They, the sh big show was David Cassidy. And it was called FX, E-F-X. Yes, yes, yes. He was like a ringmaster and everything. So I went by myself. I, I saved up my money, you know, from when I was working. And I went. Well, I love the show. And it was like the greatest thing. And I bought the program and the T-shirt and the CD. And oh, my goodness. I saw it a second time. I loved it that much. I love 19 year old. I couldn't gamble. I was 19. I couldn't do any of that. So I was like, I'm going to go see another show if I can't gamble because I wasn't babysitting my brother and sister. Yeah, why not go see David Cassidy? I remember it. I remember. Yeah. Oh, and I, he was just the cute, he was so fantastic. And um, it was like the intergalactic circus or something. I remember the song. I, yes. It was just so great. Someone has a question for you. What is going on at Paris? Paris is still kicking. Paris is still there. And, you know, Paris, actually, that was one of the other hotels as well. Paris is right across from Caesars palace which is also another fantastic property um they have i mean and again another movie uh i believe one of the hangovers was filmed there if not all two or three of them they're on the roof, um, yeah. Yeah. On the roof and whatnot well, and i'm a this palace i know Fine. i'm a big fan of gordon ramsay and his hell's kitchen is there oh okay so yeah that's i mean among so many other fabulous restaurants i mean you know, Vegas is just, Vegas is just the epicenter of so many wonderful things. The historic part of it. Then you've got, you know, you can go sightseeing the Grand Canyon, Hoover Dam. You know, it's just so wonderful. And thank God for Uber. I wish Uber existed, you know, when I, I used did. to go. Well, 
you know, me and my brother, our movie is is National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. I know. And and I told you, a we talked. I I emailed Wayne Newton's manager because I yes. want Wayne Newton to send a video to say like, this is the Vegas, and he, he didn't. But the point is, okay, yeah. When I think of Vegas, that's some of the entertainment. Like I still, like I was saying, my mind goes to that to error and time. Of course. And that still exists, but there's some really incredible cutting edge, big stars and big shows that you can see in Vegas besides Katy Perry and the Buble. What else are the hot tickets? So the other hot tickets out there, well, now you know I adore her. I know we didn't really talk about this, but I I, I have mixed feelings on the Whitney Houston hologram. Oh, it's controversial. It's a little controversial. But even though I've seen her in concert and she's wonderful and we miss her and we love her, for those that have just kind of found her again, I think that's a really amazing way to see her. I don't know if I would personally want to go see it. That's just me. But you know where we could see her impersonated? <gasps> RuPaul's Drag Race Live! <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race Live? Yes. Yeah. Now, I was told that these girls, they're, some of them are very famous. Asia oh, O'Hara. yes. Well, you have Asia O'Hara. You have Miss Vangie. Van, well, can you tell I'm a fan? I, I I just think they're great. And what they do, um, you know, and I was so excited when RuPaul had announced that they were going to do this. And this was actually right before COVID happened. This came on and it was just like, and then they had to shut down. And I'm so happy they were able to reopen, um, you know, and it is art. I don't, you know, just because they're drag queens and whatnot, what they have to do and get dressed and do costume changes and come down the stairs. Oh, it's, it's really fantastic. And the merchandise is also fabulous. Well, and RuPaul directed it with Jamal Sims, which Jamal Sims has done every, a a ton of choreography. So So much choreography. It's so great. And they're um, just as a slight plug, but their uh, drag race uh, starts again, not this Friday. So I'm very excited. Well, a, I think that that was, I mean, if, I'm sure RuPaul would have been so mad at both of us if we didn't mention the plug. We had to do some kind of plug. Come on there. But I do have to tell you. Um. (laughs) But I have to tell you something, though. Naked Boys singing is so much more, like David and Jade were were saying, it really is a great, uh, just something different to see. (laughs) Well, you know. And I mean, but it's a story behind it. It's not just, yes, they're naked and that's, wow, let's go see that. But I, I really think, but I love what they said about going early and seeing the theater. Because again, there's that history, you know, that you don't get everywhere else. Instead of going to a big hotel. Your family is here. Look at your mom. Oh, look at that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Ace, hi, Ann Ellen. Um, that She's so way new with Uncle Bobby. And I yeah. love that. Um, I love Mama Roo and the Drag Race. I'm sure the show's super fun. Now, A. Yes. All this yeah. nonsense aside, <laughs> when I'm going to Vegas, mm-hmm. there is only one show that one I show. must go see. I mean, if if there besides Wayne, because Wayne is Vegas, if there was one other performer that is international, that is quintessential, that is who you want to see, yes. is Barry Manilow. Of course it is, Barry. Yes. yes. Yes, come on. Look at those sparkles. Oh, I can't. If I'm 78 and sparkles in Vegas, then I've done everything right in my life. Right, exactly. Look how good he is. Look at how look at his life. I mean, when you think about that. Look at his plastic and his surgery. music is timeless, Robert. Timeless. Time it is. Hey, me and you went to his Christmas show or one of his shows. We, I've seen, I mean, I've seen Barry like 18 times. And you've you've you you did get to meet him twice. Yes. 
And we I saw, we went. To, we saw him on Broadway, and we saw the Christmas show. And I did stalk outside of his house in Palm Springs. Well, that's okay. <laughs> but there, we didn't go past the sign that says "Do not trespass." Oh, so that's okay. You were just you were driving by. You were just what? Maybe he happened to be taking out the garbage or something. Coincidence, right? But Larry, love- if, if you want to see, you know, and, and it's not just, you know, Vegas is for everybody. And it is even for families, because I know a lot of people don't think they can bring their kids. And there is so much more to see besides the gambling and, and whatnot. But you've got beautiful pools. Like I said, there's a lot of history. The Grand Canyon, Hoover Dam, bring the kids too. And and you can bring the kids to see Barry. I, they, people were guessing that I was going to say Dolly Parton. Which, I mean, I love Dolly Parton. Oh, Dolly is fabulous, yes. But it's Barry Lauren Smith. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I, I have to go. I have to go see him again because I want to go before he's 78 years old. Let me tell me about one more one more show. What what about the Cirque shows? What, so the Cirque, Cirque du Soleil is, again, another staple in Vegas. And, and you know, they are what these performers do and, and how they contort their bodies. Oh, at the Bellagio is me personally is the is my favorite it is whimsical and it's kind of in the round and what's really neat about this one is it's air fire and water all mixed up and rolled into one with amazing music and what these performers do the way they contort i can't do that um the way they contort their bodies is is spectacular and it really it's a hot ticket it's it's hard to get even now i mean it's been around for a while but that's what you want to do. You want to, you know, and it's fun for the whole family. Well, Deb says that's her favorite too. Deb says yeah, that too, too. It is. It is just spectacular. All right, A. So listen. Yeah. You've now sold us on Vegas. We've we we're, we're going to see Deb Toscano in a casino somewhere around this country and or singing somewhere. We're going to go yes. see the Naked Boys. We're going to Vegas, and you we need someone to book it. And this travel industry just keeps calling you back in. So they do. Yes. You're doing travel. Yes, I am. So if we want to book a trip to Vegas or anywhere. Anywhere. Yes. I'm happy to help. Uh, AMCgetaways at gmail.com is my email. um, And you can contact me that way. That's probably the easiest way. Uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, AMC Getaways, uh, or Adrian Cologne. You can also contact me that way. And I'm also on Instagram as well. You know, got to go through all of of the the channels. How do we Um, find Instagram? But yeah, just give me a call. Even if you have a question about something or, or what have you, I, I'm happy to help. I, I, I When Deb was talking about her passion with music, travel's been my passion since I was very young, uh, thanks to my 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 mentor, uh, Walter, Walter Littlejohn, uh, who now works for um, Crystal River Cruises, which again, wonderful thing. But uh, I know Walter and I went on a trip to Vegas and we stayed at the Bellagio. I got my hair done for $150 and I looked like Shania Twain. <laughs> well, I would... I I wish I could look like Shania Twain. Probably. I know it was fantastic. <laughs> so, so um, if we if we email you or we find you on Instagram, you'll be able to for free find a price, give you all your expertise and details, and book someone's trip, honeymoons. Yes, and and especially it. now with the uncertainty, you know, of of what's going on all over mm-hmm. the world, it's not just here. Um, you know, maybe just traveling in the U S might, might feel a little safer. And even, even if you drive in your car, you don't have to book a plane ticket. You could, you could drive, you know, Philly, DC, Chicago, Cleveland, you know, the rock and roll hall of fame, something like that, or even driving to Florida, you know, Disney. I do love Disney. Yes. Um, 
you know, just, just let me know if you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to help and, and let you know the, the protocols and things like that. Cause I know people are nervous and scared and, and we just have to be safe out there and we have to, you know, just do our thing and, and wear our masks and, and we're going to be okay. And then we can hopefully when it's all said and done, we can travel everywhere that we want to go. Well, a, um, I told you last night, thank you. And we're going to find you, you find her and, and book your trip. I told you last night I had a surprise and, um, I, I told you that I wanted you to come on and talk with Kyle in two weeks about movies because you love movies, but yeah. I don't need you to come on in two weeks. I need you to come on next week. Okay. Um, because I need you to help me uh, co-host, uh, do an interview. I need you to help me do an interview next week. Okay, sure. Next week, we're, we're supposed to do shows every other week, but somebody asked to be on next week in particular. So I was thinking about who will help me talk to this person. So next week, which is what date? What's this week? What's today? Six? Uh, today. Next is the... Uh, the 13th. The 13th. So the 13th, um, on, on the 13th, come back and watch the roundtable where A will be live face-to-face -face with Mr. Eric Roberts. Live right <gasps> here. Oh, <laughs> oh. Robert, Eric Roberts oh will be here, and you can't have Eric Roberts on a I'm like sorry, that. John. I love you. You know I do. Oh, oh, okay. But she cries over Eric Roberts. So if you don't Listen, love Eric Roberts like that, you just have to come for this experience. He's an American constitution. He is a lovely, lovely man. Deb loves, Deb loves Eric, too. We may have ah. to Eric Roberts. We may have to the fan club here next week, next Thursday. I have to play in my outfit. You better play. Here, we're going to have Deb... Deb, what do you love about Eric Roberts? Oh, what don't you what don't you love about Eric Roberts? Right, right. Don't I, you just love him? Yeah. Oh my. Oh my goodness. Oh my. my. I'm having hot flashes right now. He'll oh, be here live on the 13th, and I'm and um and he is promoting a new show on HBO Max. So he'll be here live next Thursday, and um, you don't want to miss it. Oh my. Oh, I will be ready. I love you, ladies. <laughs> You're so sweet, both of you. I'm going to be the naked girl singing. I'll be the naked girl singing. <laughs> uh, thank you both so much for, yes, the Eric Roberts. The Eric Roberts. He'll be here live next week for sure. Wow. Um, we are, so thank you both for coming here so much. I so appreciate you both for being here. And I look forward to having you both back all so much. We're going to have you guys on all the time. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, thank you. Thanks, We're all going to call you for all our travel needs. And thank you, Deb. I love you both to pieces. Um, before we leave, I just wanted to say a couple of things. Mom would get mad at me if I didn't say this. If you wanted to virtually tip jar like Deb taught me, the show does cost money. The platform does cost money. And we will accept your humble donations. The money that's sent will go towards producing the show. This platform costs money. I hate it. I hate it. But my mom yelled at me last week. So Rose, Mama Rose, the virtual tip jar is at Robert R. Bannon. So thank you for anyone who's interested. Again, if you want to come see me in New York City, April 16th, the information is at robertbannon.com. I'll be at Green Room 42. And... Um, Lastly, um, Betty White. Um, I, I, as a kid at 12 years old, loved uh, pop culture as well. And I used to say I loved the Golden Girls before it was cool. Um, Betty White, 
um, was someone I used to watch the Golden Girls on Lifetime over and over again with my force my brother to watch the show. And I started writing to her and donating money to her animal foundation, the Morris Animal Foundation. And for years, Betty would send me letters um, thanking me in her stationery um, and send pictures of her and her pets and cards like this, thank you for being a friend card. And um, I then had the chance to meet her uh, in New York, and we took a horrible picture. It's a terrible picture, but um, she wasn't looking when they snapped it, and I'm looking a mess, but I got to meet her, and she said, you're the kid who donates, and I used to donate $50 a year um, to her uh, because I just wanted her to sign everything that I had because I loved her to pieces. So I'm thinking about her, and what a way to end 2021 on New Year's Eve, and I put this together to say goodnight. Thank you all for being here. I had so much fun. I mean, can I thank the, the Naked Boys singing David and Jaden? And can I thank Deb and Adrian for being here? We said every other week, but oh, screw it. I'll be here next week. We'll be here next week. Eric Roberts will be here next week. If Listen, if Oscar-nominated actors demand you to come into Thursday night, then fine. I will do the show. Um, so And this one's for Betty. So uh, see you all real soon. Good night. Thank you for being here. And I'll talk to you. Bye-bye, everybody. Boom. Well, well, what? After my boom comes your boom, and then yours until we're all booming. How complicated is that herring thing? Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses and clover. And tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Mr. Sandman. Yes. Bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him the word that I'm not a rover. And tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Mr. Sandman. I'm so alone. Oh, you guys really stink.